You are tuned in to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders, sharing their testimonies and the work they're doing for the Lord. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus reminds us, Seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We hope this program will encourage you to do just that. Now here's your host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guests, Phelan and Natalie from Fort Worth, Texas. Phelan and Natalie are anointed musicians who are here to share about their album, I Am. Thank you so much, Phelan and Natalie, for being on Faith City Outreach to share your testimony as musicians and to share all about your I Am album that was released in 2017. Yes. That's correct. Thank, thank you, you for having us. First of all, thank you so much for sending me your songs to add to my radio station. When I first heard them, I knew I wanted to interview both of you. I know you as a married couple really work close together as musicians, but please share when you both started your music ministry. Well, um, both of us individually did sing and play whenever we were younger before we got married. So I started, my parents are pastors of a church. And I started singing probably when I was about four or five. Um, grew up singing on the worship team at our church. And then whenever Phelan and I got married, uh, he was also writing music and going out and ministering in music. And we just started singing together. And that was in 2001. And um, we traveled a little bit, but then we stepped away from the traveling for a while to do some other things. And then we started having kids. I accepted a full-time position at a church as worship pastors and youth pastors. And then in 2017, we took a step of faith and said, let's see what God has. And he started opening doors for us to go out and minister full-time. And so we've been going out doing full-time music ministry in a different avenue since 2017. Um, So it's been quite the adventure, to say the least. (laughs) So where are you mostly being invited to? Are they church events, church concerts? You know, it's, we feel we wear many hats and, and just kind of a plethora of stuff. If, if pastors call in and say, hi, I need someone to come and speak, um, we'll come in and, and preach. They'll, they'll say, hey, our worship pastors are gone. Can you come lead worship? We'll go and lead worship. Um, and then if they say concerts, whatever, we go in and sing our original music. So we have been invited. Uh, we hit 26 states. What was it? The last, uh, the first, yeah, about two or three years ago um, and traveling around. And so now it seems like uh, the Oklahoma area, we stay a lot in Texas, Midland area, West Texas area, but we go anywhere. Right? We go anywhere we're invited and where the Lord says go, we go. Where has been your favorite place to go? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the the northeastern trip, Pennsylvania, New York, yes. New Jersey. Really? Why is that? It was always a dream for me to visit New England in the fall. I've wanted to do that for years and years. And we had that opportunity about three years ago to go up there. And it didn't really start out necessarily as a full ministry trip, but God just started opening doors as we went. And so we had one focus and that was um, 
to be able to play on the Washington lawn at the Washington Mall, they have a place called David's Tent to where it's 24-7 worship being done on the Washington Mall. And I reached out and they let us come in and sing. And so from that point, we started, started hitting happening. other places just kind of accidentally. So that was my favorite trip because it's just always been a dream to go in that area and just to be able to play on the Washington Mall in that venue was incredible. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's great. And at this present time, are you involved in, in a band? Uh, this is it. We are. We are You're the band. The band. Yeah, now, our son, <laughs> our son is now, our oldest son is now 15. And of course, he drums and he's a fantastic drummer. So he'll come and play guitar with us or, or drum as well. So um, that's about it. Uh, sometimes when the worship pastors will, will have us out, we might use some of their team, might not. But yeah, it's just us. We play, you know, hammer dulcimer. I don't know if you ever heard of that instrument, but hammer dulcimer, mountain dulcimer, mm -hmm. guitar, um, you know. That's, that's it. What is the story behind the songs in your um, I Am album? Do you want to talk about that one? I can start it at Yeah, least. go ahead and start it. Um, we were worship pastors, like I said earlier. We were worship pastors for almost nine years at a church. And Phelan would do most of the research for new songs, um, trying to find new songs to bring in to the church. And it just got to be a struggle to find songs that had really good, solid foundational lyrics. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but songs that were playable for small churches, which yes. is what we attended. We didn't have a huge band up there on the platform with us. We had a you know small core group that we were up there playing with every Sunday. And nowadays with all these big worship bands that are out there, You've got two and three drummers, you've got four <laughs> guitar players, you know, all of these instruments. And we really saw a need as worship pastors ourselves for music that could be played by smaller groups. Mm -hmm. And so we really wanted to um, start getting the, the real lyrics out there again that are straight from the word of God and then also keep it as simple as possible as far as the instruments go that way any church that hears the music could pick it up easily and play it and not be intimidated by all of the different instruments yeah that's it I mean that is it and that's what why it? listen to the I am there's only what four instruments playing there's there's not a lot of instrumentation there's no pads in the background uh you know that type of a deal we kept it just as simple and raw as possible it, it, we wanted to make it feel like if you were in our living room and mm -hmm. we were all worshiping together that's kind of what it would be like yeah very personable very yeah. very intimate yeah yes ma'am I really like the lyrics in the I Am song. Um, I actually wrote them down. It says, power of his name, the glory of his face. I will bow before his throne. I will make his praises known, for he is holy. He is holy. Yeah. They're just such beautiful, simple words. And um, also biblically based. So I'm just curious to find out what was going on at this time when you were writing this song? What was going on in your mind, in your hearts? <laughs> uh, there's so much we knew there was going to be somewhat of a shifting at the church we wasn't sure what um, at that time and of course it took around a year or so before after this was done before we actually left um, 
but usually when I would walk in to, to do lineups or, or work for the day, I would keep all the lighting out in the sanctuary. And sometimes I would walk on the platform, just grab an electric guitar unplugged, you know, or an acoustic and just worship the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm very big on scripture based songs. I'm very big on songs that tell stories uh, of scripture and, and, and not just the way you feel. I think the way you mm-hmm. feel is great. I think mm-hmm. writing the way you feel is wonderful, but also think that when people get done listening to one of our CDs, they go, man, I have just read the word of God, you know, mm-hmm. and it feeds the spirit man more than the emotional part of the man. And so uh, I sat down, I remember this because I sat down on, on an amp and picked up the guitar and I remember strumming and it just came out blessing and honor, glory and power being to the great I am. And, um, from there, the lyrics just flowed. And, and I always tell people I'm not a songwriter. I, I just, I'm a penman and the Lord gives me the songs because usually it's about five to 10 minutes and the songs are done. I might write a verse or two and then wait. And then, you know, a month later, I'm walking down the road or, you know, doing something and then the Lord finishes the song. I don't ever sit down and say, I think I'm going to write a song today. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not happened that way, except for, for probably once or twice. I know you just released a new album called The Champion. Can you share about this album, please? Yeah, so this one actually started several years ago. Um, the title song, Champion, was written for a camp that we have just recently started working. We were invited to a camp called Champions Kids Camp about three, four years ago. This year is four years. Um, and it's a camp for kids that have endured some kind of trauma, a serious trauma in their lives. And we wrote a song two years ago, yeah. I think for camp, and it was called The Champion. And it's just a song declaring who you are in Christ. You're, you're the head and not the tail. You're above, you're not beneath. You're an overcomer, you're a champion. Um, and that's where the title track for this song or for this CD came from. And then the, the rest of the songs, most of them are songs that have been written for several years that he wrote many, many years ago. And it just hadn't been the time to release them yet. And so we put those on this album as well. And we're a very, people always ask us our style of music and we always kind of love over our words. Like, uh, I, didn't, I don't know. because really we're, we're very eclectic. Some people listen to one song and they say, you have a country flair. And then they'll listen to another song and they say, well, that's kind of an alternative feel. And then another, it's just all over the place because we don't want to be fit into a box. Mm-hmm. We want to sing the songs that God gives to sing in the way that he wants us to sing them. Yes. So this new album, The Champion, is just as eclectic and different as any other album that we put out. Um, but we're excited about it. Yeah. That's great. Where can listeners uh, buy this album or listen to your songs? Um, again, all, all of our albums are on Spotify and the, the digital platforms. I don't want to say all of our albums, the, the last four albums. And then we have written a couple of singles as well, uh, some of Patriotic, that type of a deal. Uh, so they can get them on Spotify or YouTube or, uh, you know, all the digital, all the digital places. All now, when we go and play places, we will have the CDs available for people. That's great. What is the Lord dealing with you now as far as music? Is there anything different that he is dealing in your hearts right now to write about, to sing about? Very interesting question. Um, 
you know, I, again, I've always, I, 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 I don't sit down to write music. So I just kind of fill up on the word. I spend time in prayer and, and I fill up on the word. And then when it's time, the Lord will say, boom, write this. And I just sit down and, and start pinning it. Um, so as far as dealing with me for writing music, absolutely nothing right now. Matter of fact, the last song that I've written was probably, um, what, six months ago, six or eight months ago. I don't force anything. I'm not the guy who says, man, I've mm -hmm. got to get an album out right now. Uh, mm -hmm. I, we need, let's write some songs. Uh, that's too much stress. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, David sang from his heart. And when he sang from his heart, songs came and uh, God gave him what he needed at the time. And that's how I feel about songwriting in general. So, but what's he doing with us? Um, right now, transition stage, how to deal in the middle of transition, um, how to deal with, uh, with your insecurities, things that you need to change. There's a lot of things that I need to change. There's things out there that I know that, that many Christians battle or are going through and they go, man, I got to get free from this. Or I got to, I can't move on until, you know, I step out of this or step into. And so that's kind of where God's dealing with me right now. So my desire these past two, three weeks has just been really pressing into him more than, than I have been lately. How about you, Natalie? <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, I think what's been on my heart for quite a while is a couple of things, but they go together. One is worship and getting real in worship. I, in my heart of hearts, I love singing quote unquote concerts, going and doing those, although I never call them concerts because to me, I'm just worshiping and if people Very true. Want to go in and worship, then that's great, but mm -hmm. I'm not there to put on a show. Mm -hmm. um, but my heart is really in, in worship and I want to, I want to get together with people in a more intimate setting, just having people come over to the house and sitting around with their instruments and just worshiping God and just seeing where it takes us. And in that, the second part of it is the foundational relationships that I believe are so important um, that I believe we've missed out on a lot recently, just because of our busyness of traveling and different things going on. We haven't had a chance to really get grounded in relationships that I believe are important. So for me personally, those would be the two areas that God's really dealing with me is craving him more, worshiping him more with other people joining together and having that foundational relationship uh, with other people to be able to do that together. Do you think that um, some churches uh, today are busy entertaining the congregation instead of really worshiping the Lord? We do. Absolutely. We do. Absolutely. And, you know, I would love for churches to, uh, how can I say this politely without, I, I would love for churches and especially worship teams to get rid of their metronomes, get rid of their backing tracks, um, strip down to the heart and mm -hmm. from the heart instead of worrying about a time schedule, uh, you know, and, and get rid of all the fancy backdrops and the light yeah, shows just, and the smoke machines and all just yeah get back to the heart of what it's supposed to be. Yes. I think that, like you said, it's, it's turning into more of an entertainment and a, a concert feel and people are leaving emotionally touched, but not spiritually touched because they're there for emotions. And it's so much 
It's okay. easy to get into. It is. It's very easy to get into. Because so you want to draw people in got, and you're trying to think, how can we draw people in? But then you start focusing too much on drawing people in and not enough on Yes. Right, not enough on the Lord. Yes. Right. He should be the first one to be exalted and yes. we should be worshiping him no matter how many people are are out there, right? Exactly. And the word of God says, if you lift me up, I'll it'll draw people to me. So as long as we keep the focus of lifting him up with a pure heart, mm -hmm. then all the people into the building. It's not gonna be because of you know all the entertainment factor and i think that goes on a lot with waiting on the mm -hmm. lord mm -hmm. don't rush the message don't rush the worship don't rush mm -hmm. quiet time just stop the worship yeah. sometimes and just let there be silence and let the lord minister to people uh, that's really to me what is missing a lot in our churches the waiting on god we feel like we need to do this 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 and this and push and then, hey, we've met God. Well, no, we, we're not allowing the Lord to speak like he needs to speak to us. Right. And regardless how many people are out there listening, it could be two, three people, but still give it your all. Give it like yeah. you're, you know, yeah. you're just worshiping the Lord and not yeah. having to look at the numbers. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. we, we live in a world that, you know, it's like, you know, the numbers, the numbers are everything. Right. If we have like a thousand people out there, then that's that's what's going to really we think exalt us but we're not exalting ourselves we're there to worship the lord yes right That's yeah right. i don't even nine times out of ten when we're leading worship somewhere my eyes won't be open i don't want to see what's going out in the congregation mm -hmm. i don't want it to interfere with me worship my worship to god so i very rarely even look out at the congregation because it's it's not about them mm -hmm about me and God. And hopefully by me doing that, people will also see, oh, you know what? It's me and God. It's not about watching what they're doing up there. You know, it's, it's a more personal thing. So. Exactly. What advice would you give to other worship singers? For me? Um... Yes. And I ask this because um, sometimes you go to churches and you see that there's talent that you yes. don't feel the Lord yeah. there. You don't feel presence. And of course, it's related to the um, entertainment mentality that these um, worship leaders are singing to people. And you know, you don't feel the presence of the Lord. They're just singing to the people and not the Lord. And so what advice would you give them? They have so much talent. For me, I would, I would tell them that's an excellent question. And it's a loaded question and we don't really have the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll just, just like, I would say, I would say strip everything away, spend time in God's word mm -hmm. in time in prayer and in silence with the Lord mm -hmm. and worship the Lord by yourself. Grab the guitar, grab the keyboard, sing acapella. I don't care what you do. Just worship God. Open up the Psalms and start singing the Psalms to him. Uh, make up your own melody, mm -hmm. those psalms. And, and what is going to be in your quiet time is what's going to show forth on the platform. Mm -hmm. So if, if it's entertainment on the platform, then I know what's happening in your quiet time. Uh, if it's shallow worship, I know what's happening in your relationship with the Lord. 
And, and I know that seems kind of maybe judgmental, but I can judge by the fruit. My scripture said, you know, the Bible says I can judge mm-hmm. by the fruit. And so if I'm seeing nothing but lights and entertainment and, and a rush on this or a rush on that, uh, you know, the songs don't have to be perfect. Yeah. The, the metronome, it's, you know, when you're flowing with the Lord, sometimes you might want to slow the song down. Sometimes mm-hmm. you want to speed the song up. Sometimes you might want to go to another song. You're going where the spirit leads. Maybe you want to prophesy in that song, you know, do some spontaneous worship. And so when you have something clicking in your ear and when you have something that's holding, holding you like this horizontal, uh, it's hard to go vertical. Mm-hmm. So it's very important just to spend time with God because that's going to show on that platform. And that's what God ultimately wants is just for us to worship him right even if you make a mistake and you say you you sing a word incorrectly or say it wrong he he's not looking at that yes just looking at you're praising and exalting me i love you you know he's just really loving that moment that intimate intimate moment that you're uh, worshiping him right Yes. You're 100% correct. That's great. And um, what has been the reaction of your albums in Fort Worth, uh, Texas? Oh, my goodness. Texas is a tough one. Not going to lie to you. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, if you don't mind me no saying um, it's hard. It, you know, like a prophet is not worthy in his own house, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's how we feel. That's how we feel around this area. The doors opening in this area, there are none. But we can go, you know, to Midland and sing at one place. And then all of a sudden we're there for two months, three months singing because doors are opening or we go somewhere else. And so uh, truthfully, this area is very, uh, I, I guess I could say hard. But then at the same time, if God wants the doors to be open here, he will. So it's exactly. kind of that 22 type of a thing. So we look at it from a natural viewpoint and says, this is a tough area because there's bigger churches. They like more of the entertainment. Uh, you know, we call, I used, I called 60 churches when I started. And when we first stepped out and we started this, I, w- I would get on the phone and call and, and not putting churches down, but each church was like, we don't need you. We don't want your style of music. We already have a team. We've already got this. We already do this. We don't invite outsiders. You know, and so the, the office of the evangelist, the evangelism, you, you find out is pretty tough. And so out of 60 churches, one church invited us. So we finally just said, hey, you know what? We're not going to call churches anymore. And the minute we churches started calling us and people started calling us and uh, we let God do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. So, yeah, it's much better than we do. He does. A lot Absolutely. And, you know, the CDs, um, it's harder for Christian music, well, any type of musician, secular mm-hmm. or Christian, um, to get really songs out in the public much. You know, the, the, um, the music industry is kind of just hurting because used to, you know, you'd buy a CD like this or, or you'd wait for that CD. I don't know, you know. I can't wait for this new CD to come out. And you'd go and you'd purchase it. And so now you put it on digital and somebody might like only three of your songs. And so the artist only gets paid for three songs instead of 15. So for travel money, for, you know, money to get back into the studio, all of that, it's a little more difficult nowadays. 
Um, not saying that God's not in control and, and won't bless and, and move, but uh, so yeah, getting the music out has been a challenge too. Have you ever been to Arizona? We had never been uh, to Arizona. To wow, maybe the time is now. We'd we love to. It. We would love to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking the other day about how we were talking about doing a road trip and heading the Arizona direction just to just to get away. I was in Phoenix a couple of years ago and loved it. I've never been. He's never been. And so I was like, let's just take a trip and maybe go. How about Phoenix? So yeah. who knows? You would love it. Never know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pray about that. <laughs> I would love to meet you guys in person, but I just want to thank you so much for um, being on Faith City Outreach and for sharing your heart behind the music and want to continue to bless you guys. May God just continue to bless you too. Um, bless your music, bless your marriage, bless your family and your ministry. And I want to end with um, with you giving an encouraging message to our listeners. Um, if not an encouraging message, maybe a prayer, either, either one to our listeners about anything the Lord has put in your heart to share. I'm going to give you two minutes. Well, what, what he's been putting on my heart and I'll, I'll pray over it too, but like I said earlier, it's just a craving for him. Um, there's so many distractions nowadays, so many distractions, so much more than there's ever been. Um, but really my heart is just to crave him like you crave your next meal. I'll just pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, that you are God. You are Jehovah. We thank you, Father God, that you are our provider. You're our healer. You're our deliverer, redeemer. You are everything that we need. You are our all in all. Father God, my heart's desire is to see your people return to you mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. My heart's desire is to see people have a craving for you like they've never had before, even surpassing the craving they had for you when they first were saved. Um, yes. God, we just want to see um, hearts turn to you. We want to see a change take place in this nation. Father, just in the Christian community, we want to see a change take mm -hmm. place because we know yes. that when that change take, takes place, a change in the nation is going to take place. Right. So, Father, mm -hmm. I just pray for each individual that's in, within the sound of my voice today, that you would touch and minister to their hearts, yes. that you would put a, a new desire, a new passion in yes. them for you, God, and that they would seek you with everything that they have. Hallelujah. And your word says that when we speak, we will find you. Right. So, God... We just give our lives over to you today. We give our hearts, our passions, our desires, everything over to you. And we ask, Lord, that you would guide and direct our footsteps in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You've been listening to Global Gospel Worship Radio with Marina Maria. We'd like to thank our financial sponsors for supporting this internet global radio ministry. Carvajal & Associates Health Insurance Brokers, PLC, Scripture Picture, and AZ Ministry Network. We'd also like to thank our prayer partners, including Venture Church, The Spheres of Influence, The Center for Peace and Reconciliation, Repentance Day, as well as our media partners, The Rackman Christian Radio Station and Thanet Christian Radio. And now, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for listening. <laughs>